Um, When Kenzie gets here, she went to go copy music for Blink. I do. Hello. Well, just press next. Oh, like change it? No, just, we don't even have it in. Um, Tyler, uh, for this, you're just gonna be on the hymn. You're gonna be on the hymn. Okay? Because it's just panic, it has no key. Does that make sense? Father, thank you for this day that we could come before you. God, uh, may our nervousness and all of that be set aside as we come and uh, worship you. Um, and I pray that all this team can do their very best. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, just as we've been talking about yesterday on Friday, just relax, have fun, stay calm. Thursday. Take some deep breaths. Thursday, yeah, good point. Just relax, stay calm, take some deep breaths, and just have fun. Right? Yeah, our God. We're not out here. Ignore us. No. Our God. Well, Worship we, changed the Lord. we changed it because we did that one second. Yeah. What, what's asked of our God? Lord, I need you. Yeah, we messed up on Thursday, but... It's okay. We weren't really focused on order on Thursday. We were just focused on getting through all of it. There'll be a run for today. Make sure to focus on count, not focus, but pay attention to count. Uh, transpose four. Okay. Do you have it? Transpose four. Okay. Ready?
ready so I can sing through that instead of this. Because I'll talk through this and sing through that. What was I about to say? Oh, um, level three. And Trevin, there's a uh, mic stand in there. Can you go grab that? Keaton, go ahead. Sorry. Level three listening. Just make sure you guys listen to Preston. Follow along. So Kenzie, stop doing this. And then going like this. This, this. Just keep it right here. Because once I jump in, then you're like, oh no. You I, were late because of that a couple But you weren't the only one who was late. the next song and then you can adjust what you need okay lord i need you guys rhythm and listening capo four okay we're gonna do the first verse or verse one uh for the intro not whatever the thing is okay Talking to the instruments. Okay, intro, two, three. you are 
Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, O oh my soul. Worship His holy name. Seen like never before, O oh my soul. I worship Your holy name. You're rich in love and you're slow to anger. Your name is great and your heart is kind. For all your goodness I will keep on singing. Ten thousand reasons for my heart to find. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, oh my soul, I'll worship His holy name. Sing a light never before, oh my soul, I'll worship Your holy name. And on that day, when my strength is failing, the end draws near, and my time has come. Still my soul will sing your praise unending. Ten thousand years and then forevermore, forevermore. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, O oh my soul, worship His holy name. Seen like never before, O oh my soul, I'll worship Your holy name. I will worship Your holy I need water. That might wake me up.
not even a little bit. Well, you, you do need to do it again, actually. What? Yeah. Oh. Just ha ha. Okay. Okay. Got so loved. Eight twenty four. Okay, capo three. Got it? Okay. True. Two, three, four. Come all ye weary, come all ye thirsty, come to the well that never runs dry. Drink of the water, come and thirst no more. Come all ye sinners, come find his mercy. Come to the table, he will satisfy. Taste of his goodness, find what you're looking for. God so loved. The world that he gave us is one and only Son to save us Whoever believes in him will live forever Whoa, 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 whoa Bring all your failures, bring your addictions Come lay them down at the foot of the cross Jesus is waiting there with open arms For God so loved the world that he gave us His one and only Son to save us Whoever believes in him will live forever the power of hell forever defeated now it is well i'm walking in freedom for god so loved god so loved the world praise god praise god from whom all blessings flow praise him praise him for the wonders of his love Praise God, praise God From whom all blessings flow Praise him, praise him For the wonders of his love His amazing love God so loved the world that he gave us is one and only Son to save. For God so loved the world that he gave us is one and only Son to save us. Whoever believes in him will live forever. 
the power of hell forever defeated now it is well i'm walking in freedom for god so loved god so loved the world bring all your failures bring your addictions come lay them down at the foot of the cross Jesus is waiting, God so loved the world. Good job, guys. That sounded the best. At least for me, I feel like I did get that one. I said I felt like I did get that one. No, that was actually the tempo. I don't know. No, that was the tempo. I no, I'm tired. <laughs> so you're being slow. You guys both need to wake up. Um, says you. Uh, I'm okay. Ready, ready. Intro. Two, three. you, where your love ran red in 
am my sin washed white I owe all to you I owe all to you Here my hope is found Here on holy ground Here I bow down Here I bow down here, arms open wide, here you save my life, here I bow down, here I bow, at the cross, at the cross, I surrender my life, I'm in awe of you, I'm in awe of you. I can't see that. It's blocked right there. Okay. At the cross, at the cross, I surrender my life. I'm in awe of you. I'm in awe of you. Where your love ran red and my sin washed white, I owe all to you. I to you, I'm in all to you, I'm in all of you, Jesus. Your love ran red, your love ran Cross and God's loved, I think, are good. Probably because I'm a little bit more awake. So, um, you want to do. Which one is it? Let's do Our God. Our God, Lord, I need you. 10,000 reasons. Okay. Uh, Preston, before you go on, because we got to do a mic check. Yeah.
Stop. Okay, go ahead. Hello. Guys, got it. Guys, guys, have you guys got it? Have you got it? Guys, guys. And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then... Darkness, you shine. Okay. Mr. Blaine. Yeah. Um, water, you turn into wine. Open the eyes of the blind. like sing like this, you know, like sing backwards. Yeah, I just sing backwards. Cause I have the word right there, and they can still hear me. Hmm? It's the wrong song. Yeah, but when we have the right song, I can just sing like this. I have eyes in the back of my head, you know. No, I won't.
And I am looking forward to how you guys will minister to me. I, I truly am. And I want to thank you for, for being here this morning, for, for being willing to serve in this way. So thank you. And for those of you who don't know, I uh, um, had oral surgery, had my teeth removed. So I talked a little bit over this right now, trying to get my teeth in. But, you know, so painful times. But I really do appreciate you guys, and I am looking forward to, to, to just seeing God use you guys this morning. So thank you. So, any questions? Okay, we have the order of service, so you guys can uh, um, kind of follow that. And
right, good morning. Trevin, thank you very much. Uh, this morning is a very special morning. Um, you are going to notice that the, uh, the age is going to be much younger up here today. Uh, this is our annual Youth Sunday where we actually allow our youth to minister to us. I appreciated so much what Brian shared last week and his message. And wow, what a, what a blessed message. Brian, thank you so much. And, uh, you know, he shared about the least of these, the young ones, and, and uh, that we should have hearts of service in that way. And uh, this morning, we are going to be blessed by being ministered to our, by our young people. And, um, you know, Paul encouraged Timothy. He said, hey, don't let someone look down on you because you're young. And I know Paul was talking to a, a grown man at that time. But you know what? Don't look down on these young ones as they come up and they lead us in worship. As they open up God's word and share what God has been teaching them and ministering to them. And as they share God's truth with us. We are in for a wonderful, wonderful treat this morning. And I tell you, it is encouraging to me as a pastor to watch these young people, their lives, their example and just their, their dedication to the Lord. And so I am sure you are going to be uh, just blessed beyond measure. And if you're wondering why pastor is speaking with a lisp, um, well, I sassed off to my wife. <laughs> and no, she knew I was going to say that, so I had to. But, you know, um, no, I had uh, oral surgery, and I'll be missing some teeth for a little while. Um, but uh, um, it'll, it'll come together soon here, hopefully. But uh, I do appreciate Kevin. He, he brought some, some teeth that he was wearing to, to help me feel comfortable. You know, it's, you know you're loved when your, your people will put in prosthetic teeth to, to make you feel encouraged when you're missing two of yours. So... Uh, Kevin, thank you. <laughs> uh, they are. They are. You know, I, I told someone I, I'm just trying to, you know, um, you know, feel a little bit more like our elementary kids, you know, sympathize with them. And uh, so for Christmas this year, I do want my two front teeth. But uh, without further ado, we are going to start our service, and I'm gonna, we're going to start by having... Um, there he is. Tim, come on up. He is going to be sharing and presenting to Joseph um, a very special award. In fact, it is the first time our Trail Life has been able to hand out this award, so I'm going to give it over to you. Okay. Um, for, for those of you that don't know, the, um, we, well, we had the pleasure of uh, taking Joseph all the way through... Um, from the Journey Award to the Freedom Award. The Freedom Award is the apex award for the Trail Life program. Um, Joseph, during this process, earned a total of 25 trail badges, 11 service stars. Um, he also uh, demonstrated his faith through devotion and discipleship activities, earning his Worthy Life Award, 
Um, he also completed a uh, service project at Rifle Gap State Park, um, building some new uh, horseshoe pits for, for the park and for the community in general up there. It was a really great time. Um, we're very proud of Joseph. Um, not only through his trail badges, you know, learning the woods tools, the rope works, the trail skills, but also citizenship, personal resources, emergency preparedness, and then doing some fun stuff like uh, bagpipes. Um, you know, we've had a lot of fun with Joseph, and I think you've had fun as well. Awesome. Um, so I have a certificate for him today, just uh, so we as a troop, as a church as a, as a whole, can just recognize Joseph at this moment. And I think it's really important as a church family to res recognize his, his big accomplishment here because um, many will start out on this journey in trail life and, and not get too far. But Joseph put his nose to the grindstone and just worked harder than <laughs> then a lot of boys that I that I, you know he he had, he was facing an uphill battle because he had started this program with only what three two years to go and it was a big jump for him to get all this completed um, but he he was determined you know we were all praying for him you know rooting him on uh, and and like I said we're just so very proud of him. Um, and I just want to bring something else up. Uh, we will be having a more formal recognition of Joseph's accomplishments here in the next month or two. Um, so I do invite you out to that when we, you do see it posted up and, and announced. But um, please make an effort to make it to that, too. Um, we'll, uh, we'll probably have some slideshows you know, demonstrating Joseph's uh, activities and, and everything he was involved in up to this point. So right now, I'm going to hand off the certificate to Joseph, and, and uh, if you all would just give him a round of applause. Thank you, guys. Uh, so with it being uh, Veterans Day, I would like to recognize all the men and women who have served in the armed forces. So if you guys have served in the armed forces, if you guys could all stand. Thank you, guys. We all appreciate everything you guys have done, so. And uh, what's ever next on the list, so. <laughs> so thank you, guys. Welcome guests, please fill out a Grace Connect card, prayer request on the pray, prayer praise card, and drop cards in an offering bag or the slot in the Welcome Center. The Twin, pre, the Twin Peaks tw Teens Winter Retreat for the junior high colleges ages will be December 28th.
Hold on. Rob and Sherry will be taking the boxes to the distribution center this week, thanks to all who participated. There is still the possibility of purchasing a Polish native nativity set. Seek him in the entry if you're interested in supporting this ministry. A big thank you to all who chipped in this week to help the janitorial tasks. The list for this week is at the Welcome Center. Just put your initials by the task or tasks you can do help that you can help do this week. Also, if anyone wants to help decorate for the Feast of Thanks for an hour, meet here this Friday at the 17th at 6.30 p.m. Grace Feast of Thanks is next week on November 19th at 11.30 a.m. Please sign up for a couple of items you can bring to share at the Welcome Center. We will be decorating for Christmas during the Sunday studies time that day, too, from 10.30 to 11.30 a.m. Please join me in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can come here today and worship for you. We thank you that the youth group has the opportunity to come here and lead church to get the, the weight off of Pastor Jed and let him relax a little bit. We thank you that we can come here and worship in your name, that we can sing praise, and that the youth group had the option to do this. In your name we pray. Amen.
Ephesians 6, uh, 10 through 12. Finally, be strong in the Lord and his, in his mighty power, putting on the full armor of God so that you can take on, stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggles is not against flesh and blood, but against the rules, against the authorities, against the powers of the darkness, dark world, and against the spiritual force of evil in the heavenly realm. If God can turn water into wine, open the eyes of the blind, and shine in the darkness, then I can fully believe that I can do all things through him who gives me strength. For what can stand against? Our God is greater, our God is stronger, he is higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power, our God, our God. Oh, yeah, if you can stand. Our 
3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All of us are below God's glorious standards. That is why we need to come to God. We confess because our sins are uh, disgusting to him. We need to place them all, place all that we have down wrong at he, done wrong at his feet. We do not find rest in him. Or, bleh. We do find rest in him. For he bore those sins so that we could not only be relieved, but also so we could draw closer to him. There is no other way that we could have done this. Now with any works, as said in Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, but only with the spotless blood that ran, that Jesus died for our sins. Lord, we need you. I come, I confess, bowing here, I find my rest, and without you, I fall apart, you're the one that guides my Holiness, 
Christ in me. Lord, I need you. Oh, I need you. Every hour I need you. My one defense, my righteousness. Teach my song to rise to you when temptation comes my way. And when I cannot stand, I'll fall on you. And Jesus, you're my hope and stay. Lord, I Three, one through five, and twenty-two. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His breath, brother, ben, benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals all your desires? Who redeems you, your life from the pit? Who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy who satisfies you with all good so that you your youth is renewed like the eagles bless the lord O my soul there are so many reasons to serve our god and i just remember and i just mentioned a glimpse of these we should bless him for i want to bless god that we as youth group can stand here today and teach the church from our hearts about our God. Uh, join with me and sing for 10,000 reasons. Worship your holy name. 
sun comes up, it's a new day dawning. It's time to sing your song again. Whatever may pass and whatever lies before me, let me be singing when the evening comes. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship His holy name. See like never God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. 
The first part of the song speaks, Come all ye thirsty. This is not a physical thirst, it is a spiritual. Those who sin, those are sinners, come find his mercy. That is each and every one of us here. Bring those failures and addictions and place them all at the foot of the cross. With those things thrown at the foot of the cross, you can truly live by faith in the Son of God who loves us and gave his self for man. Give me a second. The power of hell forever 
can be dismissed for Children's Church. Hi, my name is Andrew Pulser, and I'm a junior at Grand Valley High School, and I'm going to be talking about God's love today. So God's love has been on my mind a lot these past couple weeks, and that I've been working on this. He has shown me so much love through my whole life, even when I've tried to push him away. I have sinned a lot in the past, but he still loves me. I have had many personal times where I did not agree with another person or God, but he still shows me so much grace. Turn with me to Colossians 3.13. It says, bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Remember, God's grace is sufficient to heal our wounded hearts and transform our anger into love and compassion. So in elementary school, I was teased a lot and hurt for being young and little. And I was just really smart compared to everyone else. And it was just really hard. And I didn't want to go to school most of the time. But, and then when I went to God and seeked what I should do. He told me to forgive them, and I learned to not care what others think, but th care what God thinks. He shows me so much love to people that uh, we are mad at, even to us. He is such a great God. He so much, shows so much love that he let his own son to die on the cross for our sins. Now turn with me to John 3.16. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his, up his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So 2020 was a rough year for everyone. March 5th, 2020, we were doing foster care at the time, and we got three brand new kids. We were at Locked Home a week later, and that, that was a long time. <laughs> the oldest one was really bossy. The, other, the middle one was, had a big temper, and the other one was just really cute. Tyler and I were sharing a room downstairs at the time, and it was just a lot really hard on our entire f family. We got, me and Tyler got to love each other more, and we really started to get along at that point. God just loved us even more at the time, and it was really hard with those foster kids loving them. They got all the attention. It, they just could do whatever they wanted at that point. 
I forgave my f family and we were just trying new things at the, and it was hard on all of us. And it really was hard during COVID. So John 3.16 is probably my favorite verse in the entire Bible because he shows so much love for me that he's willing to sacrifice his own son just for our sins. He's such a great God. It's just amazed me how much he loves us. Turn to, with me to 1 John 4, 9 through 11. It says, this is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we, ought to, we also ought to love one another. So I was sinning a lot in middle school. I was just felt really angry and depressed. COVID was a big part of it. That was rough. And God just showed me my path even when I lost it. I went to him a lot more after that and was praying and he forgave me. God doesn't want us to love him. He also wants us to love others no matter who they are, even if they're your enemies. They could be the people that you love most or that hurt you recently. He wants us to love them all the same. For the people that have hurt you, he wants us to forgive them as well and love them. Now turn to Ephesians 4, 31 through 32. It says, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Me and Tyler, my brother, were fighting all the time when we were younger, and it was just the littlest things. I was always grounded because he was the favorite. <laughs> I, was, I always got in trouble all the time, for the, even when it was his fault. And when, when COVID started and we were sharing a room, we always worked together because we did not want to be around the other kids. And we just got along a lot more, and now that we're in high school both together, we have the same friends and do all the same things here, so it's a lot more fun. And he's a lot funnier now. <laughs> so we have to one, love one another. That is the most important thing to God. He also wants us to love him. He, is so much, he puts so much love into you that we need to give it around to others. And then it'll all come back to us at some time. That is how much God loves us. He is such a loving God. It is astonished me how much he loves you and I. We have such a great God, and I hope you take something on us. Thank you. Hi, I'm Mackenzie, and today I'm going to be sharing my favorite verse and how it became my favorite verse. So if you guys will open up to Galatians 2.20. It says, My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave his self for me. So one day when I was at Bible camp, I was struggling, and so I decided to open up my Bible, and I found this verse, and it really helped me see God through a different perspective, and uh, it helped me give a reminder that no matter what, he loves me and he gave himself for me. And there's nothing I could do um, that, could, uh, that I could repay him with other than trusting in him. And, uh... 
There's nothing we could do. There's nothing less. Sorry. And this is my favorite reminder because no one else could have done what he did at Calvary. Taking my sin and shame away with him. My name is Noah, for those of you who don't know. Uh, I'm a junior in high school, and I attend the youth group here at Grace. I wanted to share today, but I wasn't sure what I was going to share originally, but I decided to share on God, what God has been telling me recently. I feel that the Lord has been telling me to trust him a little bit more than I have in the past. I realize more and more that the more I tr try to force what I think is right, that less success prevails. My favorite verse is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ, who strengthens me. But I'm realizing more that there may be more to the meaning of that verse than just physical strength. I've tried many times in my life to go about the path I thought was right, but I need God to be spiritually successful. I have chased things I envisioned as my future, but sometimes I think he is telling me that it isn't what he has planned for me. This makes me doubt whether I am strong enough to fulfill God's plan for me. But in Philippians 4.13, it plainly says, God has the strength, not me. This verse, though, it says, God can help me through it because he can strengthen me and help me. At first, it may seem impossible, but with God, it doesn't have to be that way. Another verse that has encouraged me is Isaiah 40.31. With those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run but not grow weary. They will walk and not grow faint. This is really encouraging to me because no matter how low my life gets, it doesn't have to stay there. With God, I don't have to grow tired, grow faint, or feel weak. God can renew my strength both spiritually and physically. His plan also comes a lot easier when I make the effort to know what he wants of me. I've been reading my Bible more than I used to, and it is a little easier to understand what I should or shouldn't do. It's not always clear, but it helps me to be more comfortable in trusting God and that he knows what he is doing. After all, he created me, so obviously he had a purpose in doing that. That is what I feel God has been telling me, and I just wanted to share. So thank you very much. Hi, I am Preston Johnston, Whoa. <laughs> and uh, today I'm going to be sharing uh, something that um, I've been uh, working on for at least a year. Last year, uh, I, uh, can you turn that down? <laughs> um, I was at, uh, working uh, at Calvary University, and my professor told me to write a uh, speech about any topic that I'm really passionate about. So uh, me and my dad, uh, we uh, both sat down and I'm just like, well, I don't know what to write about. And then 
he and I came up with the idea of Jesus. I'm, I'm passionate about Jesus. So um, we looked up, and uh, one thing that I've been struggling with is just like, is Jesus the true Messiah? So um, John the Baptist also questioned this himself, found in Luke 7.22. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today, is was Jesus the promised Messiah? If you can turn with me to uh, Luke 7.22. It reads, um, Then he told John's disciples, Go back to John and tell him what you have seen and heard. The blind see, the lame walk, those with leopards are cured. The deaf hear, the dead are raised to life, and the good news is preached to the poor. Just keep that slide up because I'm going to be coming back to it many times. Um... The prophecy of the Old Testament mentions him and tells of his fulfillment and what he will do here on earth. Um, the first uh, part that mentions Jesus Christ is found in Genesis 3:15. other than the creation of the world. It says, He, being Jesus, shall bruise you, Satan, on the head, and you, Satan, shall bruise him on the heel. This is a picture of um, what Jesus did on the cross, which I will mention later when uh, we are talking about uh, the dead are raised. The second time uh, foretells of Jesus when God gave a blessing to the line of Abraham. In Genesis 12, 2 through 3, it says, And I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great. And so you shall be blessed, and I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse. And in all your families of the earth I will be blessed. Um, the line of Abraham was um, all the way, goes all the way back to uh, Adam and carry on, carries on all the way to the time where David becomes king, which also is the third promise that God will give, um, said to David. Uh, in, Samuel, in 2 Samuel 7, 12 through 13, um, the one that comes answered this. Oh, it's up here. Um, King David was promised by God that through the, his descendants, there will be one that will come and reign on his throne forever. And that being that forever is Jesus, because he is eternal. Um, now mentioning of what people are accepting, let us turn our attention back to Jesus, what Jesus said in Luke. Um, the first thing is the blind see. Uh, Found in Luke 18, 35 through 43, Jesus is talking to this blind man. The blind man was sitting by the side of the road, was calling for Jesus, pleading for him to come help him. Jesus asked for the people to bring the man to him, and he then asked, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man replied, Lord, I want to regain my sight. The Lord Jesus at this moment gave back his sight. 
because of his faith in him. People of the day and age were, when they saw these, they, these people, they thought of them that they were awful sinners because um, from childhood or from birth they were blind, so they all thought that their sins caused them to be blind. But Jesus cleared things up for them mentioned in John that it is not the man's sins that the blind, that he is blind, but it is for the works of Jesus to be fulfilled through him. Um, also mentioning back in the Old Testament how we can know this is true, it's stated in Isaiah. I'm going to mention back to Isaiah because a lot of prophecy is fulfilled through that book. Um, Isaiah 53, 5, Then the eyes of the blind will be opened. Um, and then in Isaiah, Isaiah 29, 18, Out of their glooms and darkness, the eyes of the blind will see. Knowing this is a physical thing that Jesus did, it can also be a mental picture for us. In sin, people, and even Christians themselves, can be blind. Um, that is why God wants mankind to walk by faith, not by sight. When you walk by faith, Jesus is the light of the world. Um, the second theme mentioned in Luke 7.22 is the lame walk. This is a powerful answer, not because not, not anyone can give the ability to walk, except through the power of God himself. One of the miracles of, of the lame mentioned in the Bible is found in Mark 2, 9 through 11. It says, which is easier to say to the um, paralytic, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and pick up your pallet and walk, but so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, get up, pick up your pallet, and go home. Um, this too was set in place to show the world that he was the promised Messiah. Um, because in the Old Testament, it says that he will hear the lame. Uh, lost my spot. We have the privilege and opportunity to see all the things ourselves that Jesus did and was foretold to do with in every word, in the very word of God Himself. Uh, methodically thinking about what Jesus said, he taught the valuable lesson that once people accept that he is the Lord, they will no longer stand alone. All people need is the power of God to dwell within them. The third thing mentioned is uh, those who have lepers are heal healed. Um, this world is plagued by disease. When people saw someone in a leopard seat, with leprosy or any sickness for this matter. They wanted to stay as far away from them as possible. Which makes sense because you don't want to get sick. But <laughs> lepers was a skin disease and people then and some now do not want to be around them nor really even be seen around them because it was just not a cool picture. They did. It was not what the world thought. Um, but when Jesus came across in Luke 5, 12 through 15, the lepers, Jesus ordered him whoa, wait, to be healed. 
Then he said, Do not tell anyone, but go show yourself to, to the priest and offer the sacrifice that Moses commands you to be clean as a testimony to them. Mankind's sins are like the disease before God, causing a separation between man and God. There is a way to be healed from this, and it is mentioned in three, John 3.16 through 18. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but the world might be saved through him. He who believes in him is not judged. He who does not believe in him has been judged already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Um, to take on the sins, uh, Jesus had become both fully man and fully God. Um, the fourth, right, is that fourth? The fourth or fifth thing mentioned is the death here. In Isaiah 35.5, the ear, it, it says, the ears of the death will be unstopped, proclaiming that um, the prophecy of Jesus will be doing this. Um, and in Mark seven thirty two through thirty five, it tells us um, of what Jesus did to, or when Jesus fulfilled this prophecy. They brought him one who was deaf and spoke with difficulty, and they implored him to say, lay his hands on him. Jesus took him aside from the crowd by himself and put his fingers in his ears. And after spitting, he touched the tongue with the saliva and looked up to heaven with a deep sigh. He said to him, be opened. And, the, and his ears were opened, and that um, implement of his tongue was removed. And he began to speak plainly. This was a man that uh, was deaf all his life. So when Jesus does these miracle works, uh, it's most likely like quoted in the old men. So they're known around the town. So when he does it, it's different to the town. So it creates a bigger picture within them. Um, God opens the heart of man to let the good news that Jesus proclaimed to all mankind so that man would be willing to obtain what he had said, apply it to our lives, and spread it to the others. Um, the la second to last um, part of this uh, Luke 7.22 was the dead are raised. Um, the miracle of coming back to life after death is a hard concept to grasp, let alone the act of accomplishing this is very virtually impossible. In John, we, when Jesus came to Lazarus, he had already been dead for four days. People thought that because Jesus wept and Lazarus had been in the grave, it was hopeless. They thought it was impossible to raise someone from the dead. Like, wouldn't you? They've never seen it done before. But Jesus, having power over life and death, showed people the impossible. Um, but going back to where Jesus wept, he's not weeping that his friend is in the grave, mainly, although that is a cause. But he's seeing the um, uh, punishment of our sins. 
which is death. I learned that in youth group. <laughs> um, I, I definitely thought it was definitely because of his friend being in the grave, which was always my picture, but when my dad uh, figured it, like, explained it to me, I'm just like, oh, that makes sense. So, um, in John 12, 1 through 46, I'm not going to read all of that. Um, what, Jesus commanded Lazarus, come forth, and instantly he came back to life. This was Jesus having power over life and death and fulfilling another prophecy that was told in the Old Testament of Jesus raising the dead. This is a clear picture of what he did on the cross at or this is also a clear picture of what he did on the cross at Calvary and raised three days later. God sent his son into the world to shed blood and to clean, cleanse our sins. What at first looked like he was defeated was him still fulfilling prophecy. He fulfilled many prophecies in this dark moment of time, one of them being found uh, in that Genesis 3.15 verse that I mentioned earlier how uh, the head of Satan will be crushed and the heel of Jesus will be bruised. Another of them I just thought was interesting was um, John 19.33, where it shows not one, or no, Psalms 34.20, he shall keep his bones, not one of them will be broken. And in John 19.33, when he comes to his disciples, he shows that not one of his bones was broken. Jesus being the ultimate sacrifice who paid for all the sins of the world, um, mentioned all over the Old Testament and being fulfilled in the New. And then the last but not least is the good news is being preached to the poor. When Luke is referring to the poor, it mentions those who do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Those who, um, those who do are rich, so we need to come down, share the gospel, and spread it to the poor. Um, a good way to start this is by Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, mentioning that they are fallen short and they are not of God's glorious standards. But there is a way um, in John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And then in Ephesians 2.8-9, it shows that, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and that is not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. So we cannot do anything ourselves in order to get to God. We can go out and proclaim the good news to them, but it's not by works that we are saved. Um, there will remain doubts in this world, in each generation, whether Jesus was the promised Messiah. However, their doubts cannot be due to there being no evidence in the scriptures, for the scripture is filled with evidence that Jesus is the promised Messiah. So when Jesus came to John the Baptist and when he said, go back to John and tell him what you have seen, what you have heard, the blind see, 
the lame walk, those with leprosy are cured, the deaf hear, and the dead are raised to life. And the good news is being preached to the poor. It is a better answer than to John than uh, a yes or a no, for he could have simply said, yes, I am the promised Messiah, but also in the Bible it mentions that there will be ones who uh, proclaim that they are the Messiah. So with this answer, Jesus is giving us the answer that he was the promised Messiah. Because no one can cure the blind, no one can cure the lame, no one can cure the leopards, leprosy, and the, no one can cure death, and no one can definitely conquer death. So... At this moment, uh, can I have the sound team come back up? And we're going to sing our last song at the cross. hear the song, just remember of what Jesus did on that cross. Yeah, I keep forgetting. You guys can stand. Um, intro. My heart 
peace with God. Did you, did you notice a theme today? These young men and women up here are looking to God. They are looking to the Lord. I am excited. Not only what God will do with our young people, but what he is doing with our young people. And what a privilege we have as a church family to rally around them encourage them, support them, and, and catapult them as God continues to use them. You know, the, uh, God brought uh, a special blessing to me. Keaton, come on up here, man. <sighs> Here's a young man. God is using he was working with them. I put this together, and then all of a sudden I decided, you know, for two weeks I'm not going to be here. And Keaton stepped up. He worked with them for the worship, getting everything lined up. Every Sunday night, he is here encouraging our young people, ministering to them, with them. And you talk about passion. 
I am grateful for him and how God is using him. We are blessed. We are blessed. Keaton, I'm going to ask you to close our time in a word of prayer. Would you do that? Thank you. Bow your heads. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this time that you've given us today. Thank you for this blessing of these young people and their talents and being able to praise you and worship you and give you honor and glory in front of this congregation. Because I know it's scary. I've been there. I've been in their, I've been in their shoes. I've been in their footsteps. And they, they did amazing, and you allowed them to do amazing. And you gave them the opportunity to do this as well. I thank you for Pastor Jed and allowing him to give us this opportunity as well. Lord, I pray for these young kids, and I pray that they're able to continue on with this journey and continue growing in their faith and in their strength with you. Amen. All right. You are dismissed. Thank you.